Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Shopify presents cool sheets from aha to lying awake while you bake isn't cool. I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat-induced insomnia. That was my aha moment. Bed sheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bed sheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible. Signing up on Shopify. With the help of Shopify's intuitive online store creator, I started selling sustainable bamboo sheets that keep cool year-round. And my cool idea became a reality. Hot sleepers around the world rejoice. <laughs> Shopify makes it simple to keep your cool while starting and growing your business. Start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. From aha to anything is possible. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. You're listening to On Air with Ruben J. And I just want to take a quick second to say thank you so much for making 2021 such a great year. As we are entering our final couple episodes here, I want to just announce in advance kind of that there's a big announcement coming next week. On December 23rd, you can head over to multimediamouth.com and there will be a blog post kind of outlining 2022. And so I hope that you go and read that. But there's, also, there's also going to be a special episode of this podcast, be about a five to 10 minute episode talking about what's happening on December 23rd, which happens to be my birthday. It's my 29th birthday. So make sure to refresh next week. And while I'm talking to you right now, head over to multimediamouth.com forward slash Amazon. Click on the Amazon banner and start your shopping. That helps support the podcast. It doesn't cost you a dime. Let me tell you something. If you head over to multimediamouth.com forward slash Amazon and you click on that banner, we get a small percentage of what you shop. If if you're buying a TV, we get something. If you buy a can of soup, we get something. It, it, It just, it helps us show out in the easiest possible way. And it doesn't cost you anything. Literally, it doesn't cost you a dime. So I don't know why you're so hesitant about heading over to multimediamouth.com forward slash Amazon and clicking on the Amazon banner. Just do it now. Just do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. You've tuned in to On Air with Ruben J, your home for entertainment news and deep dive conversation. Here's your host, Ruben J. Hey, it's Ruben J. You're listening to On Air with Ruben J. I'm so excited to have you this week. We're back with a brand new episode. Thank you so much for being patient last week with a replay episode from way back in the day with my friend Jeremy Borash, uh, formerly of Impact Wrestling, now with World Wrestling Entertainment. He is a producer and digital media person over there. Uh, I was really excited to be able to play that episode for y'all once again. Listen, um, this episode's going to be fun. Uh, I got my friend and uh, technically my boss. 
He's somebody I work with over at TNN Radio. He's the program director of TNN Radio. And uh, it was really fun having this conversation with him. Give me a really last minute, just because I know I needed something to kill time over the next couple of weeks. Uh, I'm really excited for what we have coming in the new year. And you'll, you'll learn more about that coming up here pretty soon. But today I have on the podcast, he is the program director of uh, TNN Radio, number one for today's country music. And he is the vice president over at Rebel Media Group. And he is also the selectman of, I believe, Merrimack, uh, Massachusetts. So, which is basically a city councilman uh, for anybody who doesn't know what a selectman is, because I didn't know what it was either until I talked to Ben about it. But uh, he's he's here. It's uh, it's Ben Bellew. Uh, ben, did I say that name right? I don't know. Uh, but after the commercial break, you'll hear me pronounce it correctly. Bullew. Uh, Bullew? Bullia? Bullier? whatever uh ben forgive me uh check it out it's gonna be up in just a second here after this commercial break mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing chumba casino this year i was only playing for fun so winning this was a dream come true chumba casino is america's number one social casino experience it's serious fun with over 80 casino style games to choose from you too could win life-changing amounts of cash be like mary log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a world that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary void or prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details the voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Ben Bullia is here. Ben, how you doing, man? Really good. How are you? I'm doing well, man. I'm doing well. You know, it's it's funny. You and I have been uh, working together now, I think, for the better part of over a year. Over a year. Um, and I think this is this conversation right here is probably the longest conversation we've ever had face-to-face. Probably uh, ever will. And <laughs> probably Just ever will. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Ben Bullia, everybody, he's... Uh, and correct me if I get this wrong. You're the, the president of TNN Radio? So I'm the program director of TNN Radio, which is a part of a larger company, and I'll get into that later, uh, called Rebel Media Group, of which I'm the vice president. Gotcha. Okay, cool. And then you're also a selectman in your respective area? Yep. Merrimack, Massachusetts, a small little town on the New Hampshire border, about 45 minutes outside of Boston. So, And then you're also an on-air personality for a country station out back in the, the eastern uh, part of the United States. What else do you do? Because let's just get that out of the way. You, you are probably one of the busiest people I know. Uh, and I'm also an extremely busy person, but I still think you're busier than I am. I don't know. It's definitely a competition, but I think you hit them all. Okay, cool. So, so I think you hit them all. I, you know, and the funny thing is, as I was prepping for this, this, this conversation kind of came together last minute. But as I was thinking about this, I'm like, I don't even know where to begin with this guy because you're what? You're, you're 20? Yep. You're 20 years old. And you've already done more in your 20 years than I've done in my 28 years going on 29 uh, I can't next week. say that. This is clearly not true. <laughs> so what do you, tell me about your day. Like how, how do you structure your day that you're able to do everything that you need to do uh, without disappointing anybody in the process? So a lot of it is complying to myself where I'm a very 
night oriented person. Like that's my productive time. So I will spend a majority of my night, 1am, 2am ending it. And I, my, my schedule works because I can make my own schedule essentially. Uh, but I'll wake up usually just, you know, get to start your day, but I'll sit down at the desk and just kind of immerse myself in everything. So I have the station here. I get everything else on this main computer here. So I'm looking between these two things all day long, essentially. And, uh, it's good because we have a window here so I can, uh, actually see the sun from time to time, <laughs> but, <yeah. laughs> but you know, it's just a lot of overlap because I can be dealing with the TNN thing and then a town thing comes on my cell phone. I got to go deal with that. So I got to go down to the town hall. It's a lot of running around. It's a lot of like I said, overlap, but overall it's something that keeps me busy. And I found that when I'm not busy, I'm just sitting here, nothing good, nothing gets done clearly, but nothing good comes from that. So, so what, like what part of your day, like, is it pretty evenly between, you know, TNN and then the political stuff or, cause I know the, the, the radio stuff that you do outside of TNN is super part-time from what I understand. Uh, unless yep, weekends, yeah, weekends. So yep. I'm assuming your, your day to day isn't consumed by that as much, but I'm assuming your, your selectman duties and your TNN programming and vice presidency over at, at rebel media group. I'm certain that those are very demanding jobs and ta- demand a bunch of your attention. So how do you split that up? Like, is it, is it pretty even, or is it just whatever pops up on your screen first is what you handle? So that's, essentially it but what i failed to mention is i also have another job as well you you gotta pay the bills um so i'm at that job friday nights until 1 30 i get home about 1 45 it's ridiculous because i gotta be in boston for my show at 10 a.m the next morning which means i gotta leave here at 8 45 8 30 just to get there enough time to sit down and actually breathe because at that point of the week i have not breathed um so it's a huge turnaround and like i said that's probably the hardest part of my schedule um, but that's the weekend. So I view my weekend as, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, those are my lighter days. Of course I have stuff to do, but it's stuff where I can sit here and actually relax just maybe a little bit. Um, <laughs> but you know, it's a lot of it is just staying on top of everything that you have. And I forget things. Everyone forgets things. And it's definitely, it's not an excuse at all, but it's, it's harder. It's easier to forget things when you have so many things going on and the calendar is the best tool for that that's my my problem is i when i was younger and by younger i mean when i was in middle school i I was really disciplined at putting things in a calendar and then one day i woke up i'm like i am way too busy to keep a calendar although that's usually how busy people keep their days straight and for the last five years i haven't kept a calendar and now that i'm getting older which i'm only i'm turning 29 you know in a week uh and now I'm finding myself forgetting stuff and I'm like, I have to discipline myself to get back into a calendaring game. Um, but that all the business stuff aside, I do want to talk to you about rebel media group and TNN radio. Uh, number one for today's country, uh, music. Uh, it's, it's a station that I do some voice tracking for. Uh, and I, I just kind of want to know the, the, the roots of that, how you got involved in rebel media group, because it does seem kind of somewhat random that, at the time when I met you, I think you were 18, 19 years old. Uh, you were, you were already involved in this organization. You're one of the key figures there. You're on air there as well. So how'd you get involved in rebel media group and, and what's, what's your mission with that, that particular group? So before I even met the guys from rebel, this was my station. It's my baby. It's my project. It's going to sound crazy, but I started it when I was nine years old, just messing around on an iPad. Nice. And, um, you know, it wasn't structured at all. It was just kind of like, oh, here's me talking. Here's a song. Here's me talking again. So I really had no idea of what 
to do other than just listening to the radio. And I spent so much time listening to the radio in the car at home, whatever it was always on. So I learned what I could from that and kind of built myself upon those things until I broke into the industry as an intern in high school. But that's a whole nother conversation, but the station stood there through, you know, middle school, high school and all those things. I was in class. I had the computer where I was running the radio station and the side. No one knew that, uh, which is probably a good thing, but, um, you know, it's always just been there until really quarantine really kicked in. It's just been running itself. And then I really said, you know, there's so much with this. We have an audience. Let me sit down. Let me take this time period of X amount of time that we never knew how much time it was going to be. So I just kind of, I went with it and I invested a little money in it and some new setup and new computers, new software. And it went from there and right after, so I guess I started this process before quarantine, but right when we went into quarantine, two, three days into it, I met the guys through Rebel, through Facebook, and I knew some of them from beforehand, just being mutual Facebook friends. And they said, you know, we've checked you out a little bit and we think that we want to, we want to work with you. So I sat down with them. It, to be honest with you, it was, it was like, it was a perfect situation right to go into these guys knew what they were doing and they were fun. They were within my age range and I consider them some of my best friends even still today. So that would have been what April, 2020, May, 2020. Um, so that's when it really started. We really sat down and said, okay. So I jumped in there and immediately they said, well, Ben can do a lot more than he is saying, which, you know, that's one of my weaknesses. I kind of sell myself short a little bit, but you know, they found out all the things that I was able to do even at a young age and I just picked it up. No one ever taught me these things other than, you know, sitting in a studio for a few hours a week during an internship and, you know, from production and websites. So that is when we decided, you know, this is a business. This isn't just a bunch of guys just messing around playing radio. We can make this into something that's going to generate some revenue. Uh, so we started selling web services and radio production work and voice tracking and imaging and, I don't even know what else graphic design. So it was in that sense for a little bit where we had these radio stations were running online, but they had a shadow in terms of the business with everything else we were selling. That changed about a year ago. We met a guy named John Harlow who I've been talking with. Lucky land casino asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha. In my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. A year at the point. Um, he's working radio for 45 years, 40 years, somewhere in that time period. And it's funny because he had the job that I have now in Boston, which is hilarious. I replaced his replacements, replacement. It's, it's just a whole thing. You actually, you actually replaced a friend of mine because the person that had that job beforehand, I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, uh, was, was named Lauren, right? Lauren Patisi, yeah. Yeah, and she's a friend of mine. She used to work for me, uh, believe it or not. So it's a super small world and how this is all kind of interconnected. So it's a super side note. but Yeah, no, yeah, but anyway, met him and he said, you know, we have these radio stations. They're marketable. A lot of people right now, especially with the whole pandemic that's going on, people are cutting, uh, cutting costs, cutting people. 
and that's a bad thing, but we can, and I hate to say, but we can market from that. There's a West Westwood one is a company that syndicates radio formats to smaller radio stations. So they're originated somewhere and they send them out. Um, and it's bland. It's, it doesn't encompass what radio should be. And that is people working directly on it. You with this company, you have someone looking ahead and saying, okay, we're going to do that, that, that it's all money and money is everything. And I hate to say that, but really it's not a primary thing. We enjoy doing what we're doing and we weren't going to let money get ahead of that. And we, we knew we had a good product. We were going to push it out. Um, so we met him in over the past year. We've just been really narrowing down the group um, to people who want to take this seriously, people who have the knowledge to have a good product to sell. And I don't know when this is going to go out, but we actually have a meeting. We've been in talks with a company called Genesis syndication and they syndicate news talk radio programs through a satellite receiver uh, to about 700 radio stations across the country. Wow. And they want, and I haven't even shared this with TNN yet. So you're hearing it first. So this, they, this is, I, I, I want to stop you for, for a quick second, just because this is coming out uh, tomorrow. Uh, so I don't know if, if you're going to be speaking too soon for the rest of the team to, to know, or if you don't care. No, 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 no. I was going to tell them tomorrow anyway. Oh, sweet. Perfect. Um, just tell them to listen to the actually, podcast. I got it booked in. Yeah. So <laughs> there's a company that syndicates these news talk programs and they want to expand in the radio and having a name like John Harlow, who is known throughout the industry, 40 plus years of broadcasting. He's been across the country doing these things, meeting, I can't even tell you how many people. So he has that name recognition, which we're really lucky for. So that is going to get us a chance to work with this company to be their fingers crossed, exclusive music provider nice. for syndication. So I've been busting my, you know what these past, we found out that they want to have a meeting this week, yesterday at three o'clock in the afternoon. So I was up all night last night working on stuff, getting it ready to go because Friday at five, we're going to have this meeting. We get to pitch our whole company and that's going to be extremely hard to do uh, in what three days, but I'm looking forward to it because I really think we have a really good shot we have a great product and we worked for it a very long time. Yeah, absolutely. And and what I love about TNN radio and what I love about the people who, who are doing it is for the most part, every, everyone that's that, that works or has worked there at some point, I know from the radio industry, you know, um, I, I know Scott Ward was working with us for a little bit. I don't know if he still is. Um, no, he needed to take some time. For yeah. Himself. And Scott, Scott and I, I've known Scott for almost 10 years now. So it's just kind of a funny thing how as, and, and uh, we have another team member, uh, I believe his name is Nicholas, who I've been friends with on Facebook for years. And just, so TNN is just a good group of people. And then it's my style of country music. Like I'm not a big, huge, like I'm not a know-it-all when it comes to country music, but I love Blake Shelton. I love Keith Urban. I love Carrie Underwood. I love Marin Morris. I love these new wave of, of country artists. It's what we play and it's very modern and it's number one for today's country music. So uh, I'm super excited to, to be able to have a small part on that, uh, on the team that I do. Um, so, Outside of the syndication gig that hopefully, you know, currently is up in the air. Hopefully we get it. Hopefully that's, that's, that'd be a game changer for sure. You know, where do you see TNN growing in the next year and a half, two years? You know, I want to take that lifetime right now. Um, I always thought it was going to be a side thing for me. I would have a job at another company, another radio station, hopefully something in that field. I know radio isn't the biggest moneymaker and there's a money aspect again, but it's not a big driver for your bank account. And I had a backup plan. I have a backup plan still to this day, 
you know, something in marketing or web design, social media marketing, something like that. But radio is really what's in here for me and what I've been with it for what, 15 years now, just listening to it. I guess you could say my whole life, but so that's where I wanted to go with that syndication deal. I really think something can work out from that something career wise, but you know, in the next year, two years, I would really like us, you know, to be on a tower somewhere, to be on a station and for us to, a big part of it is social media following too. So to break some of these numbers with, I think we're close to 10,000 likes right now. So getting to that point on Facebook, pushing 10,000 listening hour to, hours, listening hours a month. Right now we're about 6,500, I'd say. We're on track for a good month right now. I'd look at the numbers like crazy. But um, so just growing as much as we can. And I've always been a big believer in you start to grow small and that will lead to good things and it's worked. Um, so just keep growing a little bit, 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 and it's going to pay off. Um, just having that mindset is really going to help. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, with you obviously being probably the busiest 20 year old I, I know, and, and probably one of the busiest people I know for sure. Um, and you, you, you know, recently ran for selection, which is basically what city council for, for your it's essentially. So in new England towns, they kind of adopted this thing from your, uh, Europe, where there's a board of people instead of a mayor, instead of a city council, there's a board of three people, five people that are the executive decision makers of the town. Gotcha. So I ran for that. Uh, And were you even like, so what was the legal age to run? Was it 18? It's 18. Yep. Okay, cool. So this was November, 2020. So I've been 18 at that point for a few months now. (laughs) Birthday's in April. So right out of high school, this, the guy who was in it resigned. He said, "I, I can't do it anymore. Um, so I'm like, you know what? I've always had that thought in the back of my mind. Let's just go for it. See what happens. And a few of the five candidates and I think we won like 40% of the vote. It was insane. I, How was I knew I, I had my doubts. I was preparing myself for, you know what? These, these people are older. People will believe in these people more, but you know, over the past X amount of years, I live in this town. I've been making connections and, um, being involved as much as I can. It's, it really paid off because a lot of those people came out and supported me, which is I'm extremely grateful for. Yeah, that's awesome. And I was super excited watching that. Cause I, I remember watching you announce that you were running. I was like, Oh, this is interesting. You know, I got involved, not involved, but I got, you know, intrigued by a local election from a city all the way across the nation of me. <laughs> <laughs> Just cause somebody I happen to know peripherally was running. Um, and, and, but so I guess with that, my question is, you know, do you see yourself having a long career in, in politics or is this something that you're doing for the time being? What, what are your, what's your political plans? Do you plan on running for president someday? You know, that's always been a thought. <laughs> just, just, I don't know. I, I don't think I could do it because I would literally have to throw every other aspect out of my life to be in a position like that. Yeah. To be the focus of every person in America every news organization, every reporter. I, I personally don't think I want to subject myself to that. Do I think I would enjoy doing it? Yeah. Because I like to help people, but the motivation for running for the town position was because I grew up here. I saw where the town is. I saw where the town can be. And I have plans for that. Um, so I really wanted to help my town first. I've been asked recently to run for state rep because we have someone whose terms coming up was they don't think it's going to run. So the, the, the bug has been put in my head. Hey, we think you'd be a great candidate. And I said, you know, as much as I love running a town, as much as I love helping people, 
answering phone calls. Hey, this is happening down here. Can you come help us out? Sure. Yeah. Because it's a small town. We can do that. I think my love for radio outweighs the politics. I really do. And I don't, I don't view myself as a politician at all because I don't have an agenda to benefit a certain whatever. Yeah. I just want to do it for, to help the people in the town. I know all politicians say that, but it's, you know, that's covered in, you know what, (laughs) but I really, I really believe my sole duty is to help the people in the town, the 7,000 people in the town. And if I can, keep doing that for as long as I can. And it's working well on my schedule right now. I don't have an issue doing it. I, I thoroughly enjoy it. And do you have term limits there or are you able to basically run until you're old and gray? No, there's three year terms. So three years in a term, there's no term limits. Um, but I think after a while people just get tired of me. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you know, part of what I'm thinking is, you know, the, the really the most effective way to, to, change people's lives is at the local level. I mean, a lot of people like to think that, you know, the higher you climb up the political spectrum, the more, you know, the more power you have. Yes. But really the direct change and the direct impact comes from that local level. So, you know, if you were able to do something where you're able to pursue the radio thing, you know, more full time and more fulfilling and then have, and be able to do the political stuff on that level at a small, you know, on a, on that part-time basis, you know, I still think that's always going to be, you know, a hundred times more effective than somebody who loves what they're doing at the local level, trying to rise up, especially if you're not politically motivated, you know, if you're not looking at, you know, this being uh, the political side of it being your 10, 20, 30 year career, you know, maybe it isn't a good idea for you to move on up because, you know, that doesn't, the chain that that doesn't drive you as much as like you know ted cruz you know uh who's a lifetime politician essentially uh who is motivated by gaining this that next step of power i don't know if that makes any sense or not but i i just think people like that and no respect disrespect to ted cruz because i think he does a lot of good work um people who are in it for the power power hungry people really don't have what the american people need at heart yeah and i know i'm speaking in american terms even, even though i'm a little tiny person a little little town out of nowhere (laughs) no one ever knows but i don't i don't think my job is to be okay i'm here where can i go next i think i'm here what can i do better to help this one thing yeah absolutely and and, and when the day comes that you decide hey you know what i've been doing this you know at, at that at the point you know when this turns up you'll be like a term and a quarter essentially right Termina, yeah yep yeah so you know so at that point you'd be like okay is it time for me to move on no i, I like what i'm doing i like having the impact i'm doing i'm running for another term and, and if it works out it works out if it doesn't it doesn't you know and at that point you can make a decision i do agree that people who <laughs> people who run for office because they want to be powerful and want to have clout I, I think it just ends up backfiring on them you see that every day in the news mm-hmm. every day yeah and, and, and I, I, I love good I agree. I was going to say, oh, go ahead. Yeah. I, I love, you know, knowing that there are people out there in particular in, in, in these small, you know, small towns who still think that they can make small town America great, you know? And I think that a lot of people have forgotten. I live in a small city here in, in Orange County, you know, and unfortunately our leadership here wants to become a big, you know, we're, we have that small town feel, but we have every major corporation you can possibly think of is moving into town. It's completely destroyed our, our main street. Oh, no, you're exactly right because, you know, we have that small town and we don't have corporate things and we don't have the biggest challenges space. I want to bring these, I wouldn't say corporate factories in the town, but I want to bring a gas station in the town. We don't have a stoplight, Ruben. We have 
Oh, geez. A bank, a town hall. It's, we have a Dunkin' Donuts, which I go to every day. <laughs> uh, but uh, we don't have the room and it's hard because, you know, you, you get into this office and you have so many just piles of red tape that you just got to yeah. cut through, even at a local level. There's so much back and forth between, oh, this person doesn't want to do that. And there's, I see it as two groups in town. There's people who move here because we have a good school system. They want to put their kids in this good, a good community. And we have the people who've been there a whole life. And I've known these people. I've known all these people for a very long time. And the old people don't want to bring new things in, new developments, new commercial businesses. The new people want to bring breweries and all the restaurants in. So it's a fine line of respecting what the town is, which I a hundred percent do in wanting to better it. And I think we've really maxed out everything we can other than expanding a little bit. And I'm not saying let's bring a Walmart right in the middle of town. What's a nice little small town circle. Let's come up with a reasonable plan. And I got attacked for that. I really did. I got attacked on town Facebook pages uh, saying my parents bought the election for me, which they didn't. And I was out there every day holding signs, everything. But I truly think that once I've been in office for over a year now, people have seen that, okay, I'm here to do work. The city, the town is still standing. It's on on fire. I think he's going to be a, a good inspiration for moving it forward. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that, you know, there's, I, I, I told, you know, our city council here, you know, Hey, listen, like our city literally has two Walmarts. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say that one more time. We have two Walmarts. You have two. <laughs> is it like overflow if one fills up or. I mean, so it makes, it makes, so it makes a little bit of sense. The neighboring city to our North yeah. doesn't want to have a Walmart in their city. So we, we put one in our, we put one in our city to kind of facilitate that portion of their city. And then on the other end of like on, on that city's Northern border, there's another Walmart and the other city over. So it makes sense that the Walmart's just trying to service that area from two different cities the best they can. Yeah. But I'm like, we don't need two freaking Walmarts. What we need is another mom and pop pizza shop. You know, exactly. like we have one Walmart and they employ a lot of people here and they provide a lot of sales tax to the city. They do a lot of good just for being in the city. I don't want to see them, you know, eliminated, but I'm like, it completely killed our, you know, our mom and pop, you know, dollar shop because they couldn't keep up with the prices. So there's definitely a, you know, a give and take here. Like, yes, I want to see as many mom and pop breweries as possible. And yes, I would like to see, you know, some corporate places like a Del Taco or, you know, some of those businesses as well move into these smaller cities. But at the same time, it's like, bro, like let's let mom and pop shops be American backbone again. Like, I, I don't know. That's just my, my opinion. Uh, and the people who are listening to this can take that however they want. Um, no, I agree with you totally because if you go right to the town next to us, you have these chains, you have a small downtown just like we do. And why aren't we taking advantage of that? Why didn't we? It's because of the stigma that these people are going to come into town. It's going to bombard the small little town, traffic and everything. I Marijuana has been a big issue in the town here recently as well. People wanting to come in and rec- recreationalize marijuana for sale. We're right here, right? We get a town right here that just put in two dispensaries, another one right up the road. And we have a major highway running right through the middle of the town. We had a perfect spot to put one and people denied it uh, just because they thought what they said was it was going to bring more traffic into town. But I think we know the real reason and I'm not going to say anything on that, but that it was denied in a lot of tax dollars were lost 
uh, because of that. And if we even did it right now, we wouldn't get, we would have gotten because there's so many other places. Um, I just think it's a little, it was a little premature. And then you have these people complaining about their tax rate online. Like you had an opportunity to fix that, to change that. And you, we have, you've seen these dispensaries down the road that you drive by there, the parking lot's empty. So I don't understand how that would be different in our town. I think it was just a battle of old versus new, which is essentially what it was. And that's the, really the core of the issue. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see, uh, kind of how how you're able to navigate that over the next couple of years because you got you know you still got two and a half years left on your oh yeah on your turn so you know and and probably i'm gonna assume you're probably gonna run for re-election um you know and i'm saying that now i think it's safe to make that assumption <laughs> do you want to give me an exclusive here you want you want to officially announce or when the time comes i'll give you an exclusive <laughs> perfect I, you know my my audience of you know mainly west coasters are going to love what's going on in small town <laughs> massachusetts uh, so <laughs> i love it though oh, i love sure. it um so what can we look forward to as far as like uh you know i know this is coming out a couple week, about a week and a half before Christmas. Uh, is TNN doing anything special as far as Christmas music goes? We, I know, you know, there's been a couple times over the last year that we've done like old school country music for I think Memorial Day weekend or something like that Fourth of July. Uh, what, what can we look forward to as far as uh, Christmas on TNN radio? Yeah, you mean I I know we did a lot of the we used to do a Christmas Eve radiothon where I was live for 24 hours and unfortunately I can't do that this year because I got to be in Boston on my other job working on Christmas Eve. Um, so that's just not feasible, but I want to replace that with something else. Maybe in the summertime, another radiothon, a lot of radio stations just did one for St. Jude. Um, so something along those lines where we can raise a little money. Cause I feel like that's missing from the holiday, which has become a part of my season, part of getting me in the spirit and not having that, you know, it sucks a little bit, but um, you just kind of come up with ways around that. And we're, we're playing Christmas music too, two songs an hour, three songs an hour starting Thursday. So we're in the spirit. Well, that's for sure. I'm glad the radio station is. I'm not in the Christmas spirit. I, I don't get in the Christmas spirit until after my birthday. So um, I'm not either. I, I, I've had a really hard time recently getting into it. And I think it's just because I work my, you know, one off. And I keep saying that because I'm not sure what your rules are oh, on this podcast. Cuss if you want, don't, if you don't, it's up to you. I'm working my ass off and you know, it just really prevents me from going out and doing the things that I used to do. And you know, I'm trying to balance those things, but yeah. as you get older, as you know, yeah, it, it, it happens. Gets, it gets a lot harder to keep up with the traditions. Uh, yeah. I, dude, I'm looking forward to, you know, I know you and I have talked about doing some stuff um, with, with the TNN brand as well. And I'm, I'm hoping that uh, our two entities can work together in, in the very near future and doing, doing some more, um, doing more than just a, a weekend shift here and there. Um, I, I'm curious to know, um, you know, at this point, you know who your favorite on-air person is at TNN radio and why is it me? Because obviously <laughs> I don't know if I can pick one. I, I guess I got to go with seniority. The morning show host and I've been working together for four or five years now, and he's been through a lot with me. I've been through a lot with him. It's become more than working together. We talk all, all the time. Um, so it's, it's a definitely a personal relationship that, I admire a friendship that I admire. So I would say him, I, I get some big news. I can't announce it. And it's not my news. So I'm not going to say that, but, um, you'll, you'll tell me off air though, right? No, I'll tell you off air, <laughs> but 
Paisley Dunn, who was our midday person. You know what? I I knew you were going to say her. I knew it. Knew it. She, and I love my entire team. Is it because she's a woman? I'm not going to comment on that. (laughs) (laughs) It is not because she's a woman. It's because she is a very, very, very professional, talented person. She's one who has worked so hard to get where she is. And I'll touch on that too. Um, but no, the entire team, I'm just so lucky to be, I put this team together and a snap of a finger and so many people say, I know this person who wants to come on to a show. Oh, they're just as pers- good as the person before you, whatever. Um, so I, I'm extremely lucky to have the team that I have because, you know, I could have a bunch of teenagers off the street talking on their iPhones, but I have people who have done this for a long time and I'm extremely lucky for that. But, you know, Paisley, I reached out to a trade magazine put an ad in there saying, Hey, we're looking for people to build the team. She responded within an hour. Um, she not only stepped up to the midday, she's doing a syndicated piece for us, a little morning show segment, the celebrity buzz. She's doing all of our social media. She is working on top of that. She's a program director at an FM station in Indiana. She works for other jobs. So I, I would argue she's busier than me. And, um, you know, she gives 110% to everything. And we're extremely lucky to have her. Yeah, she's awesome, and, and her love for Taylor Swift is um, <laughs> extremely. <laughs> I, I, I don't, I, I don't understand it. Um, I'm not the inside a, joke. Or do you, do you get the joke though? I, I, I was, I think I was a part of the conversation. So when it, when it happened, so we had a staff meeting. For the people that don't know, we had a staff meeting over a video call like this, and um, we were just talking about some of the songs we were playing. And Paisley said, we play way too much Taylor Swift. And everyone, I can't remember if they yelled at her or supported her. Um, <laughs> so I, I ended up putting more Taylor Swift songs within her shift. She never <laughs> caught on to it. Um, so then it, once she didn't get the hint there, her microphone, she had a house fire. I'm not sure if she is comfortable with me sharing these things, but I'm pretty sure she's comfortable with it. She had a house fire in her house. The insurance company didn't replace her microphone. They gave her a... USB microphone, what? a little, you know, a little one. And, um, <laughs> so I had an extra one lying around an extra like broadcast microphone. So I sent it to her. Um, and inside the package, I included a little flash drive with every Taylor Swift song ever to know, ever know. Gosh. And she put it in the computer and oh my, she was very, very happy that she got all those Taylor Swift songs. I can say that right now. That's awesome. I, I love that. Um, and, and for the record, if you ever have any more uh, broadcast microphones laying around, feel free to send them my way as well. Um, oh, yeah. I, it I, looks like you have one right there, though. You have the same one as me. I got, yeah, this one right here is obviously uh, the standard. It's my workhorse. But if you look over here, I also have the new Shure, um, the SM7B, I believe it's called. Uh, yeah. You know, what's funny is um, this is just a random story, and you'll appreciate this as, as a radio person. Everyone else is tuning out at this point. But I, I, had two, I have two of these. Um, they got stolen. Uh, and when I was doing my podcast, I actually needed four microphones. So when these got stolen, I ordered four of the, um, uh, road, road pod mics, not the, the pod mics, the, not the, the, the not roadcaster the, or something. I don't yeah, know. yeah, yeah, exactly. The, the roadcaster whatever. or procast, whatever it's called. I ordered four of those. Yeah. The day those, uh, arrived, the police found my microphones. So I went from having two microphones to no microphones to four microphones to six microphones to now seven microphones. Um, I really don't think how I can't understand how this would be stolen. And I'm just going to like really give myself some bad luck here. Cause I'm going to wake up in the morning. This will not be here. 
Um, <laughs> so I, I don't understand how people outside of the industry would understand that this is a $500 microphone and yeah, like, you know, to take that. So what, ha- what had happened was, um, so similar to Paisley, there was an issue with my house and we had some insurance stuff going on. So we were living out of a hotel for a while. Uh, and so when we had to record our podcast, we actually had to get an extra hotel room. <laughs> to record a podcast out of we had this 18 year old girl show up at a hotel to do a podcast interview it was really awkward um, yeah that's kind of a uh, yeah 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 that, podcast. that, that sounds yeah, like yeah, a, yeah yeah it sounds like a really bad start to really good porn um <laughs> well, no really good start to really bad porn is what i meant to say um okay yeah and so like i texted her ahead of time like hey by the way bring your mom or a friend or somebody because this is at a hotel room and i just want you to be more comfortable it's me and some you know another a female but it's like bring somebody with you just so you're a little bit more comfortable um but when we were done with that i packed everything and put it in my car and it got stolen out of the back seat of my car um so along with other things or just the microphones uh microphone and uh some cameras um oh, and everything why. yeah everything was 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 found like the like a week later uh which is like a, a, a miracle but now i have more yeah. microphones than i could possibly handle yeah i mean someone craigslist you know, the problem that I have with that, and again, people are like, what the hell are they talking about at this point? But, you know, the problem I have with that is I like the microphones enough to keep them. Um, <laughs> but I'm like, I could use the money. Like, I could probably get 150 bucks a pop for each microphone. Oh, you? there's a broadcast Facebook group. Oh, yeah. You can get asking price for them. Yeah. So, and they're, I mean, they're in great plus. condition. Um, oh, yeah. So, I just... For me, I'm like, the minute I sell them, I know I'm going to need them. And so I'd rather yes. just keep them. And plus, eventually, I'm going to do something here and, and probably display them. But right now, they're just collecting dust. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, so. I know. All right, Ben, when, when can we hear you on TNN Radio? Because I, I know you, you got some on-air shifts there as well. Oh, yeah. Weekdays, 2 to 7 Eastern time, which I want to note that this is the only time that we're able to do this podcast because... What are you three hours behind? Four hours yeah, behind? Three hours behind time? Yeah. It so feels it's like nine oh nine here right now. Yeah, it's six oh nine right now here on the West Coast. Uh and I'm <laughs> you know what's funny is I, I actually I think I function on East Coast time. Uh just because everything I I'm always thinking East Coast time for some reason. So I'm, and I'm on Pacific too, so that's great. What happened? I'm on Pacific, so that works. Oh yeah, so we just end up being on the same Yep. The same wavelength here, man. Well, hey, I appreciate the time here. Uh, tell everybody where they can find you on social media as well, because I, I think people really need to to follow you. Because I, I think I love what you're doing with TNN Radio. I love what you're doing with your uh, your city there as well. And, and I'm sure there's going to be a lot of big news coming out of TNN Radio in the next couple, of, probably next couple of weeks, but the next one. Oh, there sure. is, yeah. So you can find me on Instagram at Ben Bolia, B E A U L I E U. I'm on Twitter at Real Ben Bolia, Facebook, everything, and you can find the radio station. On all platforms at TNN Radio and TNNRadio.com. And I'm going to call you out right now. I don't think you follow me on any social media. So I'm friends with you on Facebook. So you better shut, uh, you know, tell yourself short right there. <laughs> all right, man. Well, hey, I appreciate the time. Uh, hang on here for just a second while, while I end up here. We'll be back with more of On Air with Ruben J in just a second. And that was my conversation with Ben Bellew, Bellier, Bellew, whatever. Honestly, Ben, I'm sorry. I can't pronounce your last name. I was able to do it under pressure, and now that I'm under even more pressure, I don't think I'm doing it correctly. But uh, with that all being said, uh, thank you, Ben, for, for taking the time uh, so last minute to chat with me. 
I know you're a busy, busy person, busy, busy person, and you taking the time to chat with me uh, meant the world. Let's talk about some media stuff, some media and entertainment stuff here real quickly. Over at MultimediaMouth.com, you can find all of what I'm talking about. Um, James Brown's estate sold for $90 million earlier this week. James Brown's estate has been sold for $90 million to Primary Wave. The latter company announced on Monday, while Primary Wave did not reveal the terms of the deals, the New York Times is reporting that the estate was, in fact, sold for $90 million. According to the Rolling Stone magazine, Primary Wave bought the entirety of Brown's publishing rights, masters, and his names, his name and likeness rights. So basically, if you ever see James Brown name on a brand or something, it's going to be basically Primary Wave is going to be the one making the money off of it. Uh, Brown originally left his estate to charity with his intention being to fund scholarships for underprivileged children in South Carolina and Georgia. While the entirety of the estate will no longer do that, Primary Wave CEO Larry Mestel did say that a percentage of income made from Brown will go to scholarships. In a statement, he said, um, the James Brown estate... Uh, and related trust are proud and excited to work with primary wave. We believe that our choice of professionals to take James Brown legacy to the next level is going to prove to be one of the most successful events in Mr. Brown's long history in show business. So I, you know, over the last couple of months, we've been seeing a lot of these big, uh, rights you know um, masters being sold rights being sold to these big publishing companies so i am not surprised to hear that james brown uh as a state has sold the rights to his work to a company that can monetize it and make sure that the brown family and the brown you know name continues to move on now in some uh interesting news fox news anchor chris wallace is leaving the conservative news network to join cnn's digital platform cnn Plus, the announcement was made this past Sunday on Fox News Sunday as Wallace's final day hosting the show. Wallace said, after 18 years, this is my final Fox News Sunday. It is time, it is the last time, and I say this with real sadness, that we will meet like this, Wallace said. In a later statement, Wallace announced that he is joining CNN Plus, saying, I am thrilled to join CNN Plus. After decades in broadcasting cable news, I'm excited to explore the world of streaming. I look forward to new freedom, flexibility streaming affords, and interviewing major figures across the news landscape and finding new ways to tell stories. The news comes just a few days after Brian Williams signed off from MSNBC and also warning Americans, uh, and about a week or so after Chris Cuomo was fired from CNN. The difference between Cuomo and Williams' departures from their respective networks is that we know where Wallace is going to the competition. Wallace joined Fox News in 2003. Head over to com to hear the full, uh, or to read the full story there. And I, and to close this week's episode, I do want to uh, send my condolences out there to my Latino friends, uh, my Latino and Latina friends, uh, as legendary Mexican singer Vicente Fernandez has passed away at the age of 81. The news came on Sunday. Fernandez is a staple in Mexican household. It would be common for his music to be blaring through the speakers of a Mexican family's home on weekends as they got ready for their weekend. In an Instagram post, uh, the account said, Miss, Rest in peace, Mr. Vicente Fernandez. We regret to inform you of his death on Sunday, December 12th at 6.15 a.m. It was an honor and a great pride to share with everyone a great musical career and to give everyone... And to give everything for his audience, thank you for continuing to applaud. Thank you for continuing to sing. There were no funeral 
<clears throat> details announced. Fernandez was hospitalized about four months ago following a fall at his ranch. According to and according to NBC News, uh, he was following. Uh, he was suffering from some autoimmune disorders. Uh, NBC, NBC News writes, his songs of love, heartbreak, and masculinity are staples in Hispanic households. They include, include song, hit songs as El Rey y Volver, Volver. Uh, Fernandez has sold more than 65 million albums and has been a part of more than 35 films. He's also a three-time Grammy winner, eight-time Latin Grammy winner, and a 2002 Person of the Year, according to the Recording Academy uh, Latin Recording Academy. He's also given a Hollywood Walk of Fame star back in 1989. So this hits close to home as uh, uh, Fernandez was um, played regularly in my home. Um, and to anybody who uh, had the privilege of listening to his music over the years, I my, my condolences and my sympathies to you, my condolences and sympathies to his family and fans all around the world. With that being said, we'll be back next week with a great conversation. Uh, I have a good idea of who's going to be on the show next week, but I can't announce it just yet as this person has rescheduled a couple of times. So uh, with that being said, I really appreciate you tuning in. Make sure to share this podcast with a friend and follow me on Instagram and Twitter at the Ruben J. I'll be back next week. <laughs>